10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Tipperary for another hour on Life After Life. Thank you for joining me. I hope the new year is going uh, really well. Oh, bless. Thanks for joining in, Christina. Christina is just after moving into a new house, and she has no mobile signal there just yet, okay? Uh, excited for tonight. Nothing was stopping me listening. Well, I hope you're not too cold, Christina, and I hope you got the floor down in your kitchen. Um, we've all been following your journey for the last few weeks, so I'm delighted to hear that you're in your new house. I hope all goes well. Best of luck with it all. Um, so I hope everyone's good. Um, anybody that's local will have heard me on um local. Well, it's not necessarily local to Tipperary, but it is uh Carlo Kilkenny Radio. I was on. I've been on every morning, and I'll be back on tomorrow and on Friday morning, um, to finish off the predictions for twenty twenty two. Hey, Emma Griffin. Hey, Ray Ray. Hey, Andrea. Hello, everybody. How are things? So tonight we are going to try and do some readings for people. So um, the reason why I have preferred to do it on here is because I can bring you on and talk to you here, okay? And it's much easier to do the reading than to be trying to filter through all of the comments on Facebook or TikTok or anything like that, okay? So I'm hoping that you'll go easy on me tonight. So um some of you are new here um, some of you have been here before. So really on the podcast, I try and concentrate more on the mediumship side of things. Okay. I am a psychic medium, so I do both psychic and medium readings. And just to recap for those of you who haven't, um, who aren't necessarily aware of the difference, um, in, sh in short, a psychic is someone who reads the energy of the living and a medium is someone who reads the energy of the dead. Okay. So a psychic would read you what's going on in life, what's coming up in the future. Whereas the medium just talks to people that have passed away. Okay. So the, the reason I started this podcast was because I feel there aren't enough outlets, especially here in Ireland, where we can talk about spirit, we can talk about the afterlife, we can just share our thoughts and our experiences. But before Christmas, I did the psychic episode. So I did an episode where we talked about some predictions coming up to 2022. And I answered some people's questions. Okay. That's not necessarily going to be the norm. Um, because I do like to keep it mediumship based. Um, so yes, tonight I am going to try. So Kate saying it's the first podcast she's listening to, went to reading before and was amazing. Thank you, Kate. And we'll try and get um, 
would love a medium. Michael, I am a medium. Would you love me? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you mean readings, okay, a medium reading. But you can love me too. <laughs> um, so I hope you can hear me okay, guys. I am using earphones tonight. Um, so if you are going to take a reading, I'm going to invite you to come on live so that we can talk to one another. Don't worry, nobody will be able to see you. We'll just be able to hear your voice. So it doesn't matter if you're in your pajamas or lying on your bed or anything like that. We'll just be able to hear you. Okay, so um, I will invite you to come live. Um, if you're on the podcast, you should be able to request yourself to come on live. Okay, so if you're taking a reading, but I want you to make sure that it's for you and that you're not going to make it fit. Okay, um, if you, you let me know, read my sister. Tom. Oh, that's Tom. Tom, um, your sister came through before. Am I thinking of the right person? Suzanne here took me a bit to get here. <laughs> Someone who's as technophobic as I am, I love to see it because my kids think I'm, you know, that I grew up on the ark. <laughs> really and truly. So obviously, I can't guarantee that we're going to get anybody in particular through. We're going to try our best and we're going to um, see what happens. Is that okay? So just for those people who haven't um, heard me read before, just very quickly, um, I am a psychic medium, obviously, but I'm both clairvoyant and clairsentience. Okay, clairsentient, I beg your pardon. So what that means is that I see spirit and I feel the energy of spirit. Okay, so I connect in two different ways. So um, that doesn't necessarily mean that every spirit appears in front of me and talks to me like, you know, we do with each other. Spirit communicate in different ways. And it's a bit like, um, I can't remember what you call it, you know, where, where they'd um, telepathy. OK, so where you would put they would put um, a vision into your mind, a picture, a video clip or something like this. And then um, I feel a lot of stuff from them, too. Um, obviously, emotion, sometimes as they're connecting, maybe some pain or discomfort, depending on how they died and, you know, feel um, feel different scenarios. It's hard to explain, but just so you're aware of the way that I do connect. So it's important, I suppose, that I make this clear at the beginning of every session because, you know, um, you could be waiting for somebody to come through. But if you think logically about the person that you're hoping to connect with, if they were a shy person and wouldn't necessarily have come through in front of all these people that are live, well, you know, if they wouldn't have come on and, and spoken on a, a show like this, well, they're hardly going to do it, you know, just because, um, you know, their past they don't necessarily become courageous or become outspoken or anything like that okay so it's all to do with how um you know how how they would interact with people okay so just bear that in mind okay so let me just have a quick sup and um i have a big bottle of drink here beside me uh one thing that i always tell my i, I call them baby mediums the people that do the mediumship programs is always have a drink beside you a glass of water or something um i have orange and pineapple in my wadi um nothing alcoholic at, at all but uh, mediumship is something that's very draining you know um and so you never would combine, even though I don't drink alcohol myself, you never would combine mediumship with alcohol, but you always have to keep um, yourself very um, hydrated. Okay. So just let me have a quick, <laughs> Joanne is drinking tea. Cheers, Joanne. 
and I bought myself some tea recently. I can't remember. It was one of those herbal type teas. Oh my gosh, it was like drinking phlegm. I'm really just, unless it's lion's tea, I just can't drink it. So, um, my first time listening to a podcast, what a better way than hearing a message. Well, let's see what happens, Trays. Okay. So I am, I do. And, you know, for the last, um, you know, 30 or 40 seconds or so, I have the energy of a gentleman here with me. Okay. I feel like he's their father or grandfather energy. And I feel that he wasn't particularly elderly when he passed, but he would have been maybe around 72 or 73 years old. <laughs> yes, Avian. Uh, sorry, Avian's laughing at my description of the tea. It was like drinking a cup of phlegm. It was. <laughs> um, so this is either somebody's father or grandfather. Okay, he was about 72 or 73 years old. And I'm also aware of the fact that there is a great tightness in my lungs. Okay, so I feel that there would have been a problem with this man breathing towards the end of his life. Now, that said, I don't feel that this man was necessarily sick for a long period of time. Okay. Um, he would have only, I think, been restricted, I suppose, in his everyday activities for maybe the last maybe three or four months. Okay. I'm also aware that this man um, wore a hat. Okay. He's wearing a hat and I don't want to say necessarily it's a Trilby style hat, but you know, um, the hats that gentlemen wear, not the flat uh, ones, but uh, one with a rim on it. Okay. Um, I honestly don't know what you'd call those hats, but they're quite old. And I definitely want to say that this man, I, like the picture that I'm kind of getting of him, I want to say that it's quite old fashioned. I may even be going back to maybe the seventies or eighties. And, you know, I see a picture of him and it's like, he's leaning on the back of a chair, but it's in a kitchen, um, Yes, Kelly, like the old farmer style hat. Do you know the ones I'm talking about that the men would wear um, around out in the yard and stuff like that? Um, and he's leaning kind of on the back of, of a chair, but I'm aware like of the old fashioned wallpaper and, you know, all of that in the background. So it is going back a few years. So he may well be um, a granddad figure as opposed to a father figure. OK, um, now and I should say that in the picture, he is younger than he was when he passed. Okay. But it is a picture that I feel somebody has been looking at recently. Now he um, is very traditional. He's got um, trousers on and he's got um, shirt sleeves, but the shirt sleeves are rolled up. Okay. So he's not like, you know, formal with a tie and a jacket and, and, and that, um, but he would have, uh, have worn these clothes around. Now, I also want to say with this man that even though I do feel like a tightness across my chest, like there was an issue breathing, I'm also aware that there may have been an underlying heart condition with this man. Okay. Because all of a sudden I feel like there is um, something in the left side of my chest, which obviously we know the heart is there. Um, now I'm only seeing the picture of him as a younger man and I don't see a mustache. Somebody's asking, has he got a tash? In this particular picture, I don't see a moustache, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't have had one in later life. I don't see a picture of him just as he looked um, as he um, as he passed just yet. Um, but I want to laugh as well because all of a sudden he does show me in himself in a very old fashioned shirt. Okay, you know, like one from the 70s or something with a very groovy um, pattern on it. And um, he's laughing because, again, I want to say that somebody's been going through photos recently and I'm aware that um, 
they've been, you know, maybe laughing at the style or the decor or something like that. Now, I know a lot of us would go through photos over Christmas and stuff like that. So um, a lot of us may have been going through some old family photos. But does this sound familiar to anybody? And we have a lot of people on here, okay, tuning in. So it's either a father or a grandfather figure, okay, relating to me, but not 100% sure if it my granddad's stepping forward. Well, can you take all of the information that I've given you, Kelly? He was 72 or 73 years old. He, he really struggled with breathing at the end, but I'm aware that there was an underlying heart condition. Ah, okay, so your granddad passed away in 1971. Emily, I don't want to go back that far, okay? While I get that the picture was quite some time ago, I still feel like he's only passed within the last maybe seven, eight, nine years, okay? So he's not gone that long, okay? Um, so the lady above that said, um, Kelly, that it could be your granddad, everything accurate, and he would have been 80s, not 70s. That's the only thing that's off. And I can be off on the... Um, on the age, if everything else, do you want to come on um, just on the right and everything's accurate with somebody else? Okay. So both of you um, request to come on and we'll go a little bit deeper into this. Um, but when I hear your voices, it will become very obvious um, who it's for. Okay. So plug in your earphones and do come on and we can go um, a little bit deeper into this energy. How do I request? So if you're on the app, over on the right-hand side, there should be um, somewhere to request. Um, I should know how to ask you to come on. Let me see. Okay, so I'm inviting you as a speaker. So you should be able to accept that and come on. Okay, so it says you're a speaker now. So Kelly, Hi. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Now, there was else that said that they could take all the information as well and the name is ydme and there they're coming okay so let's see what part of the country are you in kelly i'm in offaly at the minute I'm away from me in edenderry <laughs> middle of nowhere edenderry <laughs> i know it well i met yourself you <laughs> You met me before, did you? Did you yeah, have a reading or was it no, actually it a, a fundraiser in Eden Derry? It was only bef just before COVID had hit. That's right, at the community power the, or the parish centre in the centre of town. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Well, thank you for joining in. No so problem. So, this other person, um, we haven't Hello. got your real name. Can you hear us? Uh, can you hear me? <laughs> I sure can. What's your name? Uh, Rosie. Hey, Rosie, and where are you calling from? The UK? Uh, Wales. Ah, over in Wales. You're not too <laughs> far away. No. Okay, so both of you can take all of this information with regards to this man. So I wanted to be able to hear your voices because that does allow me to, um, you know, to delve a little bit deeper into this, okay? And even as um, we're talking, okay, um, just that somebody has come on there. Mary, are you able to take some of this information as well? Mary, hello. Okay, I'm not sure Mary meant to speak. So I'm just going to put you on mute for a minute, Mary. You can unmute yourself if you're ready to speak. Um, so even while um, I 
was talking to you both there. I'm getting an awful, um, like sore throat kind of pain. Okay, I promise it's not because I've been working all day. But this may be a sign that one of you maybe recently has had a sore throat, or there's been some issues. Maybe you suffer with tonsillitis. Maybe you've had COVID. I don't know. Is that is that a symptom of it? But Mary, do, um, can you take some of this information that we were talking about, this gentleman? Hi, Sandy. Hey, Mary. Are you able to take some of this information? No. That's okay. I'm going to mute you so while we do this reading, okay? Okay. Okay. So um, I want to, um, you know, get this done first. There is a bit of an echo. Oh, Christina, yeah, I think uh, Mary wasn't using um, earphones. That's fine. Okay, so um, so with one of you, um, either Kelly or I, and I've completely forgot Rosie. Okay, Rosie, <laughs> has one of you had a sore throat just recently? I've been really poorly over Christmas. That's Rosie, is it? Okay, yeah. And Kelly, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Now, a few of us in my family would have had sore throats and stuff, but it wouldn't wouldn't have been anything serious. No, that's fine. And I'm not being told it's serious. He just makes me feel it, okay, as as you're talking, okay? okay. So this is like his way of saying, okay, well, I'm aware that you've been sick. I'm aware that, you know, somebody's, you know, you've had sore throats or whatever. Okay, so that's relevant to both of you also. Okay, so bear with me. Okay. I know this is a common name. Okay, so bear with me. And I don't believe, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that it's his name because he tells me that there's something going on around a Mike or a Mikey. Okay, so is there a Michael in either of your families? But as dad. well as <laughs> sorry, Mike I cut across you there. <laughs> no. Absolutely fine. That's what I want to know. And um, without telling us any details, for this man to come through and tell me that there's something going on around him at the moment, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And what about you, Rosie? No, there's no Michael. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. It's Look, fine, stay yeah. on. Okay. If something else makes sense, do unmute yourself and come back in. But okay. we may be with Kelly because um, this man may be. Um, um, Kelly, were you thinking of your father's father? Yeah, that's who it is. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to mute you for the minute, Rosie, but please do stay with us. Okay. Okay. So thanks for coming on, Kelly. It really makes a difference thanks to actually again. get the the sound of your voice. Okay. Because it helps me to make a connection. And um, do you remember your granddad? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, and your nan is still here, isn't she? No, unfortunately, my nan would have passed. Okay. Did she have a stroke? No. Um, now, I'm not entirely sure if anything along them lines would have happened near the end. But as far as I know, okay. might not have been. I'm not sure now. I could be wrong. No, that's OK. Um, I tell you, just even as I was kind of connecting in with you there and bringing him back uh, forward, he made me aware that there's there was a lady here that he'd left behind. Okay. So I was, yeah. I was just kind of assuming, I'll be honest that that may be your, your grandmother, but he was telling me that this lady was someone who suffered. And I feel that there yeah. would have been a stroke, a mini stroke, something like this with her. Okay. So she would have been incapacitated. So maybe yeah. Nan just passed after granddad. Yeah. She'd only passed. Okay. About, I think it was a year after. 
Oh, God, love her. So you lost the two of them very, very close together. Yeah. Okay. So he just wanted to mention that he was aware of the health issues that were going on around her. Okay. Okay. And this is just more evidence that he didn't just leave and fall into a black abyss somewhere. Okay. That he was actually, um, you know, aware of what was going on um, for the family here. Yeah. Um, Okay. You also have a brother, Kelly, don't you? I do. Um, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because your granddad's actually quite funny, and I feel that there would have oh, been hilarious. A lot of <laughs> yeah, I think there would have been a lot of teasing about your your brother. Okay. Yeah. And this is the way he gives it to me. Now we don't need to know the details. Just yes or no, if it makes sense to you. Um, because I don't want you to have to to feel you have to say anything personal on here. No but um, he makes me feel like your brother almost has whiplash because he's changed his mind on so many things. Okay. <laughs> So yes. he seems to be somebody maybe his one idea today and a different idea tomorrow. He yeah. says he's almost got whiplash that he changes direction so many times. But he says he's got a great energy about him. And he also says that that um, young man needs to believe in himself a little bit more and yeah. stop talking himself out of things. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is it your brother that drives the blue car? He keeps showing me a blue car. And I feel like there's been um, a lot of trouble with this car. No, it wouldn't be blue now, but there has been trouble with um, my brother's car. Okay. So let me see, because he's shown me, and I might be seeing one thing and, and you know, getting the information about something different. So the car trouble relates to your brother. But if I'm to say to you, and I wish I was better with cars, but if I was to say to you that I keep seeing a small, light blue, not quite sky blue, but, you know, that kind of blue yeah. car, and it's a hatchback, and it almost looks like a car from maybe the 1970s or the 1980s. Would you know if your granddad had had a car like this at some stage? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue now, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, that's Sorry, something you no. can check with your dad. No, yeah, I will. That's something you can check with your dad. Okay. Um, I, and I'm not even sure if you know what I mean by an old-fashioned car, but cars were very different back then. You know. Oh, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> bumpers and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's he's definitely shown me a picture of an older style car. So I, I get the impression that maybe he actually drove this car himself. Now, he definitely, um, he is like, I just want to laugh. And I know you can't see me, but I just have this consistent smile on my face at the same time. Now, Kelly, I know that you've been unwell. Maybe you've had a dose of COVID or flu or whatever. But um, he tells me that you've been having maybe some headaches or some migraines as well. Yeah. Okay. And of course, he's very practical. He tells me to tell you to get your eyes checked. Okay. Now, unless granddad was a doctor when he was alive, he hasn't (laughs) become a doctor or attained (laughs) a medical degree in the spirit world. But I think that's a very logical conclusion that some of the older people would have come to. Should go and get your eyes checked to make sure you go to bed early. You know, (laughs) but um, the point is that he's aware that you've been suffering like this. And that tells me that he spent time around you and in your energy. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Um, so let me just see before I, I move on from him. Oh, God, he's such a nice man. Um, Kelly, I don't know, would you know this now? Maybe you need to check this with your dad. I'm kind of aware of a prayer that your granddad would have carried with him. 
Okay, so um, maybe he had one of those prayer cards in his wallet, you know, like some people would carry yeah. around. But it feels to me like there was a particular prayer that he had great faith in and that he would have kept with him. Okay, okay. and he's... <laughs> And he says, and it's pretty tongue in cheek, he's not going to force anything on you, but he said it would do you no harm to say this every now and then. Grand. Okay. <laughs> I'll definitely pass that on to that. Just feel like he had a great belief, okay? Not one that he'd shove in anybody's face. Yeah. But he had his own belief underneath, okay? And um, I, like, I know he says it to you, but I do think that um, in some way that... I don't know what do I want to call it stress levels, but I definitely feel like there's um, your dad's been worrying about a lot recently. Yeah. And it's like your granddad is saying, tell him the worrying won't help. It's the action that will help. Okay. okay. So sitting down worrying about stuff won't take it away. And he, I know he's very pragmatic. I'm sure if dad was here, he'd probably have something different to say to him. But the best thing maybe that you can tell your dad is that his dad is around him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, I'm laughing as well because I'm getting the impression that um, did somebody bring a new dog in? I just get the feeling that there's a dog that's been annoying your dad, but that he's grown fonder of him. Does that make sense? Yeah, I have a dog, and you'd swear my dad dog. My sorry, my dad loves the dog more than he loves me. <laughs> this oh, stage. bless him! <laughs> but I get the impression that at first he was maybe a little annoyed with this thing under his feet. But then yeah. now he's like, you know, taking a complete shine to this little dog. Yeah. Okay? And your your granddad laughs and he says, that's just so typical of him. Yeah. He gets annoyed every time a change is suggested. He said he gets annoyed. Yeah. But then it's the best decision ever, he said. So he said um, he will be fine. Not to worry. Okay, good. Okay. Good. I'm glad. And he's blowing you kisses. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. I hope that helps, Kelly. And thank you so much for coming on live. You're it great really did. Thanks a million in. for that. I really no appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks, thank Kelly. And guys, can I just say, I see Megan Woodlock is on here. Uh, thanks for joining in, Megan. Um, and I haven't heard from you, Megan. You won. I did a competition before Christmas and Megan won a tarot card reading. And I've been waiting for you to contact me. So just as I see your name there, you might just send me a message and we can make an appointment for that, Megan. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So Miriam is listening in and she said she's just opened her door three times because she could hear a dog scratching at the door. Nothing here when she opened it. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And, you know, the very first time that even. Um, oh, you're more than welcome, Megan. Yeah, do send me a message. Um, the very first time I connected with an animal in the spirit world um, was I was doing a house party for someone. Gosh, it was a few years ago now. And um, I was in this room upstairs. So one by one, people came up for a reading. And this lady um, came up and she sat down with me. And next thing I heard this dog scratching at the door. And I said to her, is that your dog? And she was like, what dog? And um, she, I said, can you not hear the dog scratching at the door? And uh, she looked at me and the color drained from her face. And I opened the door and this little dog came in and sat down beside me. And I could see the dog so clearly. And she was like, um, there's no dog there. And I was like, yeah, the reason I was describing the dog to her. And as, as it turned out, she'd come to connect with her dog. And her dog had passed maybe about eight weeks beforehand. And she had his ashes at home on her 
uh, mantelpiece. So um, it was so lovely. And, you know, if you'd asked me before that, I would have said, God, no, who'd want to come and, and speak to an animal? But, um, you know, it's happened a lot, even at live shows where I've been on the stage. You can see little, well, I say you can see, I can see like little pets um, sitting at the feet of their owners in the audience. And, you know, they're coming through um, and it's beautiful because, you know, we have some of the um, the closest relationships with our animals. Joanne saying I connected with her golden retriever that passed unexpectedly, brought me so much comfort. Oh, thank you so much, Joanne, for that. It's lovely to hear back, you know, and readings can bring comfort. I got a lovely text from somebody the other day, so I'm going to post it on um, my page. Are they around us all the time, Sandy? No, you wouldn't want someone around you all the time, Ray Ray, I'm sure. Okay. Um, they do have other things to do in the spirit world, but you know, um, they know when we need them, they know when we're thinking of them, and they're the times where they come and visit. And don't forget, there's also going to be times where they're lonely and they want to come and visit us too. So they can come and visit whenever they want, but they do have other stuff that they need to um to do with the spirit world as well. So let's go have another drink and we will try this again. Okay. I'm sorry, me drinking, it does not make for good um, listening, but it has to be done. Okay. So let's see. Okay. Lots of tennis balls to chase up there at the Rainbow Bridge. I know. And I'm an awful softie because we lost our dog. Oh, gosh, we lost him before Christmas 2020. And uh, we buried him with all his toys and his favorite blanket and everything, you know, with the idea that he'd take them with him. The poor little pet. Okay, guys. So I'm just kind of looking at the... um the names here i actually feel like there's a lady coming through okay she's um i feel like she's a little bit too young to be in spirit now i would say this lady is about 53 years old i keep getting the number 53 53 53 okay so this lady was um likely only in her 50s when she passed um i do feel like there was an underlying condition for her but she does tell me that it all happened very very quickly around her okay so um, her health went downhill very quickly. She keeps showing me her hair because she wants um, she wants us to know that her hair is um, is done nice. And I feel like, you know, maybe she was ill at the end and she couldn't get her hair done or whatever. And she's very particular about her hair. OK, Maggie said it sounds like Maggie has your come past. It wasn't when wasn't she in a hospice just last week. Has she just passed Saturday afternoon? Oh, Maggie, I am so sorry to hear that because I remember you being here last week and telling us that you were in the hospice with your mom. I'm really, really sorry. And for you to be here as well, we're very honored that you took the time to join us because this is really a hard time for you and your family, you know, and for your mom too. So let's see. I can't guarantee it is your mom, but please listen in and we'll try and get more from her. OK, um, but yes, this lady is telling me that she's had her hair done and she looks a bit more like herself. OK, um, now. Um, 
Maggie, I know it was because you told me that Mam was in a hospice, it was probably easy for me to guess that um, Mam would have had some form of cancer. But if I was to say to you that I feel it where I kind of bend over in my middle, so I'm unsure do I want to say it's in my lungs or it's in my stomach, it's right across my middle there, okay? Would it have been in her pancreas or anywhere? It was in her lungs, so deep down in the lungs, okay? So I'm kind of getting like a pain, like an elastic band, like it's around my middle and it's getting tighter and tighter, Maggie. That's exactly the way it feels with this lady. And um, your mom was only in her 50s, Maggie, was she? Do you want to come on live and we can chat and see if this is your mom? Okay. Um, let me see if I can invite you on. I'm getting used to this finally. And, you know, maybe you're not ready to talk and that would be absolutely fine too. Hey, Maggie, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me? We sure can. Where are you calling in yeah. from, Maggie? Uh, Kerry. You're in Kerry. I'm so sorry to hear about your mum. Was mum only 53? Yeah. No, she was 58. She okay, was she diagnosed in her earlier 50s then? <clears throat> yes, she was diagnosed uh, about a year and a half ago with uh, lung cancer and she went into remission last uh just the summer just gone uh, 21 and oh. unfortunately two tumors formed on her brain in october and when they operated um she was too weak afterwards and got an infection so um she passed peacefully oh, though last saturday afternoon yeah. so yeah. and you were with her I was so let's yeah. see um look everybody here is sending you their condolences please don't try and talk too much okay so i'm going to see and just say yes or no okay don't feel like you have to explain anything mm -hmm. to us if this makes sense okay um have you been wearing a cardigan or a jacket that belonged to your mom my sister wore my mom's jacket uh to the funeral okay. uh, oh god bless the way so yeah. um so I should explain to people, okay, because this is very soon and I would never suggest, I, I know you haven't, Maggie, I'm not having a go, but when people no. ring up to inquire no. about readings, I would never suggest to someone that they would come for a reading so soon. It just so happens that Maggie yeah. um, has been on with me for every episode of this. So um, I think her mother is well aware that she would be here tonight. Um, so as a rule of thumb, a month in earth time is like a day in spirit time. Okay, so for Mam, it's only some hours since she passed, um, and it's also like she's be she's landed somewhere where nobody speaks English, so there's going to be a kind of um, you know, a language barrier maybe for the first little while. Yeah. So when she's telling me my daughter's wearing my my like, well, it's she's showing me something, okay, rather than saying it into my ear. But my daughter's either wearing my cardigan or my jacket. I'm assuming she's talking about you, but it, it turns out it's your sister. So bear with me on these little language um, yep. kind of things for the early days. Um, and I do want to say as well, um, and I she talks about her daughter also, so this may be your sister. Was there a photo taken of your sister throughout, you know, this funeral process or the last few days, and you could actually think that it was your mother in the picture? Yeah, my um, yeah. my daughter has a Polaroid camera. Santa got her, um, oh. and at the house she was going around taking photographs of people. You know, very innocently. It was her way of dealing with things. Of and there was a look my sister gave 
that we all turned around and said, Jesus Christ, you're fucking ma'am there. Like, <laughs> do you know? Yeah. It was a look so that my ma'am would give. <laughs> oh, yeah. bless. So ma'am's reasoning in, in acknowledging this for you is because she wants you to know that she's been around, that she hasn't left. Okay. She's not, yeah. you know, gone off know. somewhere and ignoring yes. everybody. She's been around for her funeral. <clears throat> she's been listening to what people yeah. have been saying about her. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, actually, something funny happened at her funeral um, yesterday. Uh, the singer um, that I got on the way to the funeral, I asked my mom, because I believe in signs from loved ones, and I just asked, ma'am, would you please come as a butterfly, just to know that, you know, you're around and yes, everything. Um, last night, I got a message from the singer, and she said, I don't know if you believe in these things, but when the priest was doing the incense on the coffin. This butterfly appeared out of nowhere. Now she was high up, you know, you know, in the church, they're high up, the singers and the choir. Yes. And she said, they, the butterfly sat on the balcony and watched ye all leave the church. And I went, oh, that was I man. love it. I absolutely man. love that. It was, yeah. it was her way of it. And yeah. you asked, and guys, listen to what and Maggie's saying, because yeah. she was very specific about the sign she asked her mam for. She said, I want to see a butterfly. Don't be shy in telling them what you want to see. Okay? Because, um, you know, they can only give you the sign if you're expecting it. Okay? And this butterfly was what Maggie had asked for. Um, I was going to ask as well, my case, your daddy been limping? Has he um, twisted his ankle or something? No, um, but our dog, our family dog, who's close to mom, <laughs> um, <laughs> he would be kind of like a father figure though, but he, unfortunately, he's been quite sick. Mum didn't know because she'd been in the hospice and he was <sighs> mum's dog, but he actually has a tumour oh. on his spine and I only saw him yesterday at the house and the poor creator like it's old age now and everything with him but he's oh, lost about man he doesn't understand why man's not home but he's limping but my stepdad okay. he kind of would have a limp but no at the minute you said it, i was like no that's trooper that's trooper the dog okay about, so i'm just misunderstanding dog, like. when i'm i'm yeah, no, she's saying yeah. dad and she's saying dogs yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I am aware that she's she's talking about that she's aware of someone, you know, limping. And, you know, yeah. like I never saw our dog as a dog. I don't look at our dog and see a dog. No. I see a family member, you know. Yeah. It's so funny yeah, the way exactly, I never owned yeah. a dog before. Yeah. Um, okay, Pet. Um, now, who is the one that's suffering a lot with the high blood pressure? That's me. Somebody here, and I've, I feel... <laughs> Male, that's me and my step. That's that's my stepdad. My stepdad. Your stepdad. He's had an okay. awful lot of problems. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He needs. She said this person needs to go easy on themselves because they're putting themselves under far too much pressure. Okay, yeah. and um, yeah. she she just feels it, and um, she kind of gives it to me. So maybe he suffers from his stomach a little bit as well. She kind of gives it to me a little bit like half percent. Yes. Yeah, he's quite a okay. sensitive stomach and we kind of joked about oh, it, but okay. I think there's actually more of an underlining condition there, but because of mom, that yeah, kind of took over. Like, yeah. I'll tell him not to yeah. put these things yeah. on the long finger, okay? No, um, hopefully it's nothing too serious, you know, but he just needs to get it looked at. Okay, ma'am, I know it's very early days for her and I won't keep her too long, but... um. 
Okay, there's another lady in spirit with her. Her mother also passed quite young, didn't she, Maggie? Um, she kind of would have. She was um, she was late seventies. I know that's still old, but still young. She would have been late seventies. Okay, well, that's not the passed. picture I'm getting of this lady. Okay, so would you have a picture of your nan? Okay, where she would have been maybe only in her early sixties. Okay, and she's got like an apron on, but she's standing by some kind of a hedgerow or a bush or something like this. Not that I can think of now at the top of my head. Okay. And there's nothing. You just bear that in mind, okay, because you know, over the coming weeks, hopefully you'll be going through some old photos and you may come across this, okay? And this is the way I'm seeing yeah. your nan. So. Um, I'm seeing her maybe younger than she was when she passed because initially when this person came in, I thought, oh, my God, is that your sister? I was going to say to your mother. And she said, no, it's my mom. Okay. And th there's a real feeling here that she's been mollycoddled. Okay. So she's been well looked <laughs> after in the spirit world. Um, yeah. There's some joke as well around a headscarf. Would, I don't know. I don't think you're old enough to remember when, when women used to wear headscarves. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And she laughs and she shows yeah. me herself with a headscarf on. So I know that there's some joke around it. <laughs> that makes some sense to you anyway because you're laughing. Yeah. Um, I won't yeah. keep her too long because I don't think we're going to get much more that's going to make too much sense just yet. Yeah. But suffice to say that she just wanted to come through at this point to let you know that she's made it there. Okay, that she's yeah. still around visiting you, but she's also with her mom. Okay, so this yeah. is really important that you know that she's been well looked after. Um, I just want to say, um, and mom laughs when she says it, so it's a bit tongue in cheek. Um, did somebody wear um, a kind of um, a grayish or smoky colored skirt rather than a black skirt to the funeral? She's shown me a, uh, a lady. I want to call it charcoal. I think. I want to call it. Mm. Yeah, I think there was someone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was kind of saying, you know, <laughs> is that the best you could do? You know, but she says it tongue in cheek. She's not actually angry. Okay. Yeah. But she yeah. Just said, no. Yeah. No, there was someone. Yeah. And I actually yeah. was saying, um, you know, uh, at the funeral home, um, <laughs> I had mm -hmm. said to my brother and my sister-in-law, uh, don't you think she had something better on the wardrobe to be wearing like this? You know? Oh, isn't that <laughs> That's so funny? So your mother <laughs> so heard you said it. Comment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she yeah. was definitely there with you, okay, trying to give you as much support as she could, okay? And, yeah. um, you know, the funny thing is that even though I felt a tightness, I didn't feel any pain. Mm. So she was well, yeah, you know, no. medicated and looked after. She was, oh, she was. The, the hospice were, they were amazing. They're absolutely amazing. They're like, they really yeah. are. They really are. It's like a vocation, I think, to so. work in one of those places. I have to be fair. I think so, um, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, it's really, really difficult. But look, it's so soon, Maggie. Thank you so much both for tuning in after the week you've had and for coming on and taking that message from your mum. Okay, and no, look out for her. She'll be thank around, and as she gets more strength, she'll also be able to um, to talk to you more. Have you got a, some of her hair in your purse? I think my sister does, not me. No, my sister. Your sister um, has. Okay, I that's think fine. She, does. she just yeah. showed me um, yeah. like some hair in a purse, and she says, you know, 
don't leave it in there for too long or to be gone, you know, that kind of way. So Mam's yeah, very yeah. aware, you know, and, and she's she's good crack. Okay. She so was, remember she her really as is. she was. Yeah. I'm so sorry anyway, for your last thank you. Take care. Thank you. And thank Talk you, Sandy. Thank you. No problem at all. You're more Bye. than welcome. Take care. Bye. Oh, gosh. You know, to, to come on and, you know, isn't it lovely? And, you know, I have connected with people, um, you know, soon after passing. It is totally 100% possible, but um, it's just not something that I, um, I mean, as I say, I have no problem with Maggie coming on here because she's on every single week. God bless her. And she did tell me last, tell us last week that she was in the hospice with her mom. So in that regard, I would not say anything about her. But if someone rang me asking me when they could come for a reading, I'd always say to them to leave at least three months. OK, because, um, you know, they have they have to grieve as well. And we have to accept, I suppose, that they're gone. You know, there's a lot of healing to do after you lose uh, someone. Oh, Megan, you're expecting. Congratulations. Oh, you poor pet. Um, oh, you're so welcome, Maggie, and thank you for joining. You know, I hope um, it helps in some little way. Now, I'm aware that there's a lot more people that are, are waiting. Obviously, I can't guarantee anyone in particular, but we'll try and see what we can do. Oh, okay. Oh, Therese, thank you for saying so. Um, I'm no more amazing than the next person. But um, it is nice when you can give someone that kind of message. Is there a reason why spirits around me won't come through shy, maybe? Well, you know if they were shy. I mean, you know if you have a loved one in spirit that would have been very shy. And if they were very shy, you know that there's you know, you would have no reason to expect that they would come through um, like this, okay, in front of other people or, you know, at an event where there's a medium on stage. So, you know, if if there is someone shy that you're hoping to connect with, obviously your best bet would be to have a personal reading. It needn't be for me, it can be from any medium, okay? But, um, you know, if there is someone that's shy, because don't forget, if you have a, sh um, a loved one who was shy in life, they don't change their personality because they've passed. And anyway, if I connected with them and said, oh, God, they're coming through here awful chatty, you turn around and say, well, you know, that's wrong. That's not for me. OK, so they have to come through in a way that you'll recognize them. OK, and if that's being shy, well, then unfortunately, that's just the way um, of life, you know. Um. So, yeah, so let's see if we can connect with somebody else. I don't know if you can hear it. I can hear meowing. It's my cat, I think, at the door. <laughs> the poor little man. I let him out shortly. We don't have much time left. Okay. Um, okay, I want to talk about somebody much younger altogether. Okay, so I have a woman here. Now, I would say that this lady is maybe only early to mid-20s. I want to say she's somewhere around 23 or 24 years old. Okay, and I know that she left this life very suddenly, and I know that it was very traumatic. Okay, um, and I'll be totally honest. I'm feeling that this may have been a suicide. Okay. Okay. 
Susan's already saying yes. Oh, Susan. Or Shannon. Okay. Um, now, look, I'm just trying to get over the initial um, pain and trauma here. Um, and she just makes it very hard for me to speak and to breathe and all that kind of stuff. So that might make sense to somebody with regards to the circumstances of her passing. But I do want to say that I think that this is somebody that everybody would have been extremely surprised. You know, sometimes, um, you know, someone leaves in this way and you think, well, you know, they were suffering for a while or they had a lot going on. But with this girl, I feel that she had a lot that she kept hidden, you know, and that she kept, um, you know, to herself, not wanting to worry everybody around you, around her, should I say. Okay, so Shannon's saying it could be her sister. Um, Emily is saying that she knows somebody. Okay, so let's see, Shannon. Do you want to come on and talk, uh, Shannon, if your sister was only this young and she left by suicide? And um, and also, if you know, you can remember a time where your sister would have had a, a very happy-go-lucky demeanor um, about her and that she would have always been very mindful of... Um, Oh, you're on already, Shannon. Can you yeah, hear me? Can you, yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. Where are you calling from? Um, Tipperary. Oh, what part of Tip? Carrick and Shore. Ah, you're not too far away from me, yeah. Greta. <laughs> okay, so um, this uh, young woman, and obviously we're all very sorry to hear that your sister has passed, okay, and under these tragic circumstances. Yeah. Um, the first thing that she makes me feel, obviously it's the, the tragedy and the suddenness of her passing, but she also makes me feel like I'm freezing cold, okay? So um, is her anniversary in the winter time? Um, no, August. August time, okay. Um, but she makes me feel like I'm literally shivering, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, I mean, does that make any sense to you with regards to was it a particularly cold night? Was she out in the rain or something like this, okay? Um, and why, I want to say that she'd ran away. It doesn't necessarily make sense that she's, she'd ran away at her age. But mm. it's like that she had um, excused herself from a, a particularly intense situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I get the impression with her that she had um, wandered for a while. Do you know someone who's almost like thinking everything over in their mind yeah. okay um now um okay i'm you know i i'm sure you know i mean i can't imagine what your whole family has been through but i feel like i need to say that to your mother that it's not her fault okay, okay. It's like she's saying that, um, you know, that your mother's to stop blaming herself or she's to stop thinking that this is because of her. OK, so I'd imagine your mother um, is dealing with a lot of grief. Is your sister only passed in the last kind of four or five years? Um, it's been about seven years, eight years. OK. And has something changed for your mom? Because when she's talking about your mom, she makes me feel that a lot of changes have happened in the last four to five years. Yeah, well, Lucy, um, we have different mothers, so she might be talking about her mom. 
Okay. And would you be like familiar with her ma'am or even just aware that she's taken a lot of this on her own shoulders? Yeah. Yeah. See, she lived in Spain and her mum lives in Spain now. That's why it made sense when you said she was kind of um, running away because she kind of ran away from England and stuff, you know, to go there. God love her. Oh, God bless her. The poor little pet. Um, okay, so, it, you know, I know her, her mother obviously lives a, a long way away, but she's definitely talking that you need to let her know that she's to stop blaming herself. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's coming out very, very strongly with her. And um, did she have a little boy of her own? No, she had three girls. Three girls. Okay, so who has the little boy Me. that would have been quite young? Yeah, at the time of her passing, would he have been quite young? Uh, no, he wasn't born. Then. I wonder have you got the right connection. Yeah, it might be the wrong person. Let me see. Let me get something else from her. And guys, if this, if you, if you're here and you can take some of this information, please do let me know because you definitely showed me a young boy. Okay, great. Now, I know you're telling me that they lived in Spain, but I keep wanting to talk about sitting beside water, okay? So I don't know. I mean, I'm not very familiar. I've I've been to, um, you know, Mallorca and places like that, but not mainland Spain. So um, where she lived wouldn't have been very far from water. And I feel like this is somewhere that she used to go to to clear her head, Mm. Okay. Um now there's something else about this. Um Shannon, did she make you aware at all that um something traumatic had happened to her? Um no. I don't want to go obviously into this. Okay, so Kate, do you want to come on, Kate? Because Kate is saying that a lot yeah. of this make sense with her so okay. we might be trying to make it fit for you okay. let me see if we can bring kate on the water the coldness makes a lot of sense the age and the years of passing okay can't talk she has no mic okay does everything that we've said kate make sense to you So far, yes. Okay. So maybe we're not with your sister, Shannon. And look, I really appreciate you coming on, but it just felt like, you know, when we started talking about a few things there, it wasn't making sense. Yeah. So I do hate to get your hopes up and then leave you, but it just, I think if it's not making sense, there's no point. Oh, that's okay. I'd rather yeah. someone come on and it makes sense for them, you know. Yeah, I'm so, yeah. I'm so sorry. But you okay. stay with us because, you know, hopefully maybe at some point your sister will come through. Yeah. Um, I know, Kate, that you can't come on. Um, so I, I'll just stay with it for a minute, but I won't stay on, on too long, okay? No, don't, don't be sorry at all. If you haven't got a mic, you haven't got a mic. You can't manufacture one while we're on air. So don't at all apologize. Um, so does it make sense to you, Kate? And I don't want to go into details, but... It feels to me like um, that she used to go down by the water in order to clear her mind. But that someone, I just feel like there was some kind of confrontation, like she met someone down there um, or someone spoiled that piece for her. OK, so I don't need to know the details of that. But does that make sense to you? Because I'm feeling like she felt like this was traumatic. 
Okay. And almost, yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, pet. Okay. She's talking again about her mother, Kate. So you must, um, be, um, you know, maybe familiar with her mom, um, in, you know, we were talking to Shannon there and obviously she wasn't too okay with, um, this girl's mother, but I do want to say to you that, um, I don't know you related on her dad's side. Okay. Um, and I'll be honest because I'm not a doctor, but I have a pain in my heart, but I want to say it's more a broken heart than actually a heart condition. But I feel that she's telling me that her mother's heart isn't healing. Okay. And I feel like, well, what she's trying to tell me is that she's guilty. She's feeling guilty because she really didn't think about the effect that her passing would have. And for some reason, she didn't think that she would be mourned. Okay. God love her. So to see this now is making her feel very guilty. Um, but at the same time, I'm telling her in my head that, you know, she, you know, she made the decision and, you know, regretting it isn't going to change it. She needs to um, let go of the guilt in order to move on. Um, um, Kate, um, I'm also getting the impression that she had a brother. Okay. So, um, I know you're connected to her dad's side, so you must have a cousin there as well, who's a male. Um, but I'm also feeling like there's this brother energy for her who's still very angry with somebody. Okay. Like, I don't want to say he blames, well, he may be blaming somebody, okay, for not treating her right or for pushing her to this point, okay? Um, I don't think so. And I have to say that I do, okay? So she doesn't have a brother. No, 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 that's fine. And I could be wrong too. But she's very adamant about this, that there is a male that she would consider as a brother figure. So it's either her own brother or a friend that would have been like a brother and nephew. Well, only if her nephew is grown up, Kate, because this is somebody that's a grown up. And I feel that it's somebody that is is angry with somebody because, as I said, that she, that he feels that she was pushed to this point by somebody and he cannot forgive them. OK, but. Um, this girl in spirit is very logical and she's very like, well, you know, there's two sides to everything. Okay. Emily Nolan is saying that she thinks it's my cousin. Okay. So Kate understands this. Okay. Let me see. So it's a little harder, Kate, obviously, when I don't have, I mean, you can see how much easier it makes it when I've got the connection with the voice, but I'm not having a go at you. I'm just um, trying to let you know. Um, that's why it's coming through maybe a little bit slower. Okay, pet. Okay. Um, is one of her daughters um, around the age of 12 or 13, Kate, around that point? 
and um, if there is one of the girls that age, it's like she's shown me a girl that's um, either had her hair cut off or has been looking to have her hair cut off. So I don't know if you're still um, very close. Oh no, those those girls were. I'm getting confused between the two now. Okay, um, but I she keeps showing me a girl, and I want to say this girl is around the age of maybe twelve or thirteen, and I feel like she's given. Okay, one has done that. I get it. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up with what um, Shannon had said to me about that girl having kids. But this girl is showing me um, a young girl around that age and that she's given somebody a hard time um, wanting to get her hair cut and she's had it done. Okay, God bless her. Um, and the only comment that she has, she's not saying it was the wrong decision. She just said it's like she became a grown up overnight. Okay, so she obviously looks much more mature with this haircut. Bless her. And, you know, her point in mentioning this is just so you know that she's around and that she sees these things going on. OK, she's definitely not giving out about anybody getting her hair cut. Sorry, I'm laughing here, Kate. Kate, is it you that's supposed to be giving up smoking? It's like she's slapping somebody's hands and said, you're not supposed to be smoking. And maybe you're not supposed to say, <laughs> okay, but she's definitely here giving encouragement that someone's supposed to be off the cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> Kate says it is her. <laughs> oh, God bless her. Um, and somebody has brought her yellow flowers recently. She shows me yellow flowers and she said someone has brought them for her recently. And she's blowing kisses. So what she's trying to say with this is that people send her love, but she also sends love back. Okay. So the love doesn't stop. And when you give her love on this side, she feels it on the other side. Someone does to her wave. I'm sure, I'm sure they do. And maybe this was something for Christmas, you know. Um, but the point of the message is not necessarily the exact flowers, but um, you know, that you know, that she, she can feel it when someone's sending her love over here. She feels it over there and she's also sending love back through the kisses. Okay. She wants you to know that she's around. Sorry, she's making me cry now because she just said very clearly to me, she said, tell her that I'm in a better place. And she says that she's very sorry for the hurt she left behind but that doesn't necessarily mean that she would choose to come back if she could okay so she's okay um and i know kate said she's so god she's so glad that she's happy um and just in case anybody's ever downhearted that their loved ones don't actually come out and say i'm happy um that's because they never want us to think that they're happier without us than they were with us okay so if they were to say that they're happy in the spirit world um you know people would automatically take that especially when we're grieving we might take that to mean that they were never happy here with us okay and that's never what they want us to think okay so um do know that she's sending the love that she's healing um but she's definitely around the family okay and um she's blowing kisses now, one more thing that she's just making me feel before I let you go, Kate, I'm sorry. Um, I do know that someone that she had previously leaned on 
She tells me she felt stabbed in the back. Okay. But she says, it's like she's saying, you know, don't, don't hate on that person. You know, that they had to look out for themselves too. So she's definitely not taken any resentment with her. Okay. And I'm not sure is um, Kate gone. Okay. Um, okay. Kate's saying that she understands. Okay. Sorry, Mary. I, I keep um, muting you because we're getting a lot of feedback from you. Um, so thanks so much, Kate, um, for taking that. And I'm sorry it took me a few minutes to get the, the right person. And Shannon, I do apologize. I'm so sorry again. Um, so Trace is asking that I mentioned earlier that their personality doesn't change, but if they suffered with mental health and addiction, are they free from all that pain and suffering and their personality? So their personality is not their suffering. Their personality is who they were. Okay. And addiction is just something that they had to endure. Okay. So their mental health and their addiction was their illness, if you like, but it's not who their personality was. Their personality is either shy or outgoing or humorous or um, sarcastic or, you know, all those kind of things. Okay. Um, the mental health and other things that that is effectively their illness. Okay. Just letting you know, I contact my dad after the reading. Everything you said about the old blue car was so accurate. He said he had one when he was younger and you described it to a T. Thank you so much. Kelly, thank you so much for um, acknowledging that for us because it's very important for me as well. Um, you know, I know people think when they hear me talking that I'm very um, confident, but I'm not. Okay, it's actually quite the opposite of who I am. Um, I'm just able to talk. That's all. So um, it's really important for me to get those validations. So I appreciate that so much. And I hope your dad was able to take something from the fact that his father came through. Um, okay. Isn't that great feedback, Miriam? Absolutely. It's great to get it. So let me see if we can fit in one more quick one before we're cut off. Okay. Sorry, I know listening to me <laughs> breathing and going mm, isn't necessarily great listening, but sometimes it just takes a minute to make the connection. And of course, the tired, tired I get, um, the harder it can be to make the connections. But I do feel like I have a father coming through and I feel like this father tells me that his relationship with you wasn't all that it should have been. Okay. Kelly's saying everything was spot on. He had Robin following him everywhere today. So when he said he was around him, he was over the moon. Oh, thank you, Kelly. And tell your dad I said thank you so much too. He's obviously, um, you know, very open to it and I'm glad to hear it. So, you know, tell him to talk to his dad as if his dad was beside him because he's listening. Okay. Yeah, I'm turning into heavy breather, Helen. <laughs> okay. So, um, so somebody here, have you lost a dad? And um, I, I do feel like your dad would have been on the younger side, so maybe only mid to late 60s, okay, which the closer I get to, to the big five zero, I think it becomes younger and younger every day. And I do feel that he's telling us that um, his relationship with you may not have been all that it could have been, okay, and that there may have been some distance emotionally for some time, okay. Okay, Christina, so bear with me. I want to get a little bit more information, okay? Um, 
Now, I do feel, again, like this man would have been a very sarcastic type of humor. Okay. And you know, one of these people that where humor is your go-to to hide how you're really feeling. Um, I also want to say with this gentleman, um, I think he may have had a cancer before he left. Okay. Um, because I'm aware that he wasn't feeling well, and I'm also aware that he ignored it. Okay. And I feel like he's telling, well, telling us, yeah, if you like that, um, like almost like he blames himself. Okay. Now I don't think he should blame himself, but I do know that men don't seek medical treatment in time a lot of the time. Okay. So, um, he does blame himself for that. And I do feel as well, sorry, he's making me emotional as well. Um, this man, now I'm not necessarily saying that there was an issue with it. I know he liked to drink. Okay. And I, I keep getting the impression that he always had a bottle hidden somewhere. <laughs> okay. So he would have had his little, um, in July. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Okay, oh, say Christina saying it's hundred percent dad. So if both of you want to come on, I'm not sure. B V A I I S S E, whoever that is, if you want to come on and we can investigate this a little bit more. Um, I'll send you both invites anyway, and we'll see. Okay. So Christina, can you hear me? It says you're connected. Okay, um, Breed, your mic is not working. Okay. So I'm not going to be able to investigate it because um, I'll investigate it a little bit if Christina comes on and we'll know if it's her dad or not. And that's the best way of finding it out. Okay, Christina, can you hear me? It doesn't, it says you're connected, but I don't see you connected. So maybe if you try disconnecting and requesting to come on yourself. Hold on, it says call in three. What does that mean? Allow call in. Yes, I'm allowing a call in. But I don't see you coming on here, Christina. Are you able to connect with us, Christina? So far, everything resonates. Okay, so let me see if I can get some more from this gentleman. Right. Okay. So Christina's coming on. So um, we'll see if this makes sense to Christina um, or you. So, oh, I don't know what I've done there. You've just disappeared for a second. I'm back. Um, if something's making sense, please do comment, Breed. Okay. Hey, Christina, how are things? Good. Can you hear me? I sure can. Are you frozen in the oh, car yet? Absolutely frozen. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so somebody else is saying that it could be their dad, but he was a bit older. Okay. And Christina, was your dad in his mid to late 60s? Yes. And did he have a cancer before he left? Throat cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Okay. And he had a bottle hidden somewhere so he could take a little sip every now and then. Uh, he he was an alcoholic until I was 12 oh. and he hit the bottles before, uh, pretty much my whole childhood. But he oh, stopped okay. when I was 12 and but he moved out and got help and stuff. But this is um, a memory that you'd have of him. Oh, yeah. Of Finding the bottles. At, le <laughs> at least he saw that, you know, um, and early enough, thankfully, that he was able to stay for a good while longer. Okay. Yes. 
let's see if we can get more um, because I know this is making sense to breed and there's also somebody else saying it's making sense but her dad was a bit older so let's try and get some more information from this gentleman um, Christina do you have um, a baggy brown jumper that belonged to your dad yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. sorry <laughs> um, yeah I do because um, we're moving we found all different stuff and I hung it up yeah I do oh, oh my god bless. <laughs> so he just showed me the jumper so I said can you give me something that I should be able to connect with and he showed me the jumper okay oh my god. um now I know because um you've just moved and congratulations you've only moved in the last week haven't you yeah we're trying to get the house heated it's an old house and there's t two foot of uh walls and you can't get signal and oh it's hard oh, but it's god. fun but you were doing it up, weren't you? Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're getting lots of insulation in and stuff. But it, it's great fun. Always. And did you get the floor down in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. Um, now, sorry, something that he said there. And then I was talking and I talked across him. So I'm sorry. He's kind of given out to me and said, uh, excuse me, you know, I have a bit to say here. <laughs> And, you know, he's a lovely man. Okay, he really, really is. He's quite tall, isn't he, Christina? Yeah. Um, he shrunk a little bit in his older age, but he was. He was very tall growing up when I was growing up. Anyway. He, he was overwashed. He might have put him in the dryer. Um, <laughs> bless him. But he, he, he's just so nice. And, like, he gets really emotional when um, I hear your voice, you know. So that's, like, resonating with him. And it's like he's saying, you know, you know, that's my girl. Um, are you one of three girls, though, Christina? Uh, I have two brothers from a previous marriage, yeah. Okay. Oh, there's three of you, but not necessarily three girls. Okay. No. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, I'm not I'm trying to make something fit, but I still feel like he left three girls behind, which I was assuming to be daughters. Okay, so does he have granddaughters? Does he have a partner or wife? Um, I don't need um, to know exactly what he the, has. The three girls would be me, mum, and my daughter, Lily, who was uh, three oh. months old when he died. Oh, God bless. Okay, so there he's three girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. He, he, he wasn't going to let it go without acknowledging his three girls, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Um, is your daughter just three? Yeah, she's four on Saturday. Oh, her little birthday. <laughs> so wonder dad's coming through. <laughs> okay, pet. Oh my God, my um, heart's going down to <laughs> Oh, bless. Um, your mother's been feeling a little under the weather recently, hasn't she? It's yeah. like he tells me that, um, now again, um, this isn't medical advice. I'm not a doctor. If there's something wrong with ma'am, she should always seek advice, okay? Yeah. But in dad's opinion, he's telling me that she's stressing a lot and that she's manifesting a lot of physical symptoms for herself. And he tells me that she's always done this, okay? <laughs> um, now, he gives he does give me a pain, though, down my left side with her, okay? Kind of from under my boob, right down my left-hand side. And he says this is stress-related, okay? Yeah, she, she um, had breast cancer on the left and um, she limp nodes and stuff like that. 
Ah, okay. And maybe she's worried about something again, maybe coming back or something. I'm not sure, but this is where he gives me the pain. And he says, you know, that she's not to be stressing. And um, he says, of all people, she would, um, she'll never, she'll never be on her own because she won't allow it. Okay. So he <laughs> said, tell her to stop giving the old bail booked. Okay. And for those of you who aren't in Ireland, the bail booked means the poor mouth. So it's what we say here in Ireland when someone <laughs> is being a bit dramatic about something. <laughs> okay. Do you use that down in Kerry as well, Christina? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so, so, so no poor mouth for ma'am. Um, You know, he just wants me to, to pass on to you how proud he is of you. And he's telling me that you're actually making life happen for yourself. He said, you haven't sat down and waited for it. He said, and he said, I felt like I did that for a long, long time. And he's, you know, he's he, like, my eyes are tearing up and, and that's just a sign that his eyes are tearing up. And he just wants you to know that he is very proud of you. But he makes me feel like this move was a very brave thing for you and completely outside of your comfort zone. Okay. Yeah. And this means a lot to him. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he keeps giving me the impression. And again, I don't know your dad. You would know his personality, obviously. You know, he, he gave the big um, the big I am and I can do anything. And, you know, life doesn't scare me. When, in fact, it was quite the opposite. Every change in life scared the hell out of him. You know, and he was mm. so sensitive. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, too, because... He's telling me that some of his most personal possessions are being stored in a woman's handbag. Okay, so your man might have some of his belongings stuffed in an old handbag in the wardrobe. But he says, my stuff is being stored in a woman's handbag. And he's trying to sound like aghast about it. You know, how, how could this be such a manly man? Um, <laughs> But he, um, I'm aware that he's with somebody when she takes out this handbag and looks through all the little memories. OK, um, he's really just trying to let us know that he's aware that his stuff is all being kept. Yeah, and um, kept very um, carefully as well, because he was very proud of all of his antiques and just so taking over half of the house. <laughs> Oh, bless. But I'm even just talking about, you know, the littler things, like maybe his wallet, maybe a watch, maybe a hair comb, you know, the smaller things. Yeah. Just kind of like inside. Um, well, he called it a big purse, so I'm assuming he's talking about a handbag. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, this is great. This is lovely. Thank you, Sandy. There's also something, there's some trouble with some water or some flooding at the back of your house. There seems to be a water issue that needs to be resolved. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, um, so if if I'm standing at the front of your house, but facing your house, okay, okay. I want to say it would be the back side at the right hand side of the house. Okay. In that corner, there's some issue with water or flooding or something like this. Okay. okay. Um, and he just says, you know, don't leave it go on too long or it will cause problems. Okay, okay, so this is something that you need. Like, he, he, I don't know anything about it. Like, yes, we, I, I, I tell people we built this house, but I didn't physically hold a shovel. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, 
you know, it's like he's making me feel like there does need to be some digging done. So there may need to be a soakage pit or something put there. Okay. Brilliant. But it's, Thank you. Do you get what I'm saying about if I'm facing the house, it's the back right corner, that side. Okay. Yeah. So just keep an eye there. Oh, no, I'll get my husband out with a shovel tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so daddy said so. <laughs> mm. I think I'm going to have your husband on the phone. I might just turn my phone off tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Okay, so just before I let him go. Um, okay. There is. What is that? Um, it's like he tells me, you know, like an old fashioned address book. Okay. Yes. You know, um, before we had mobile phones, guys, and we stored all the numbers in the mobile phones, we used to have like little address books or whatever. And um, it's like he's making me feel that maybe some of his contacts that you have been able to use or will be able to use. So it feels to me like um, that he must still have a list of contacts home you know, for doing work and stuff. Have you been using some of his old contacts for your work on the house? Uh, no, but he was an antiques dealer and I was trying to see, could we get rid of maybe a few antiques? So I was looking through the book a couple of months ago. Ah, Oh, bless him. You should do like an online auction. Yeah, well, I don't antiques. really know where to start with all this kind of carry on. <laughs> Oh, God bless you. Yeah, so you, you you need to find someone. I don't know anything about antiques either. I'd love to um, help you with that. But um, if anybody knows anybody that's in the antiques business, you can send me the details and I will pass them on. But look, he just wants you to know that um, he's aware that you have been going through like his address book and his contacts. And that's OK with him because he said she's making use of my contacts. And he said, you know, like, this is OK. You know, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, OK, this is probably an awful personal question to ask you, Christina. Maybe I shouldn't. No, not at all. No, do anything. Are you expecting? Jesus, no, no way. <laughs> no he way. He keeps showing me a baby and he keeps pointing at you. Okay. So no um, if this isn't something that you're in a position for, I'd say be very, very careful because dad's <laughs> sending this baby your way. Okay. Um, and I think it'll be sooner rather than later. So um, look, there's a lot of chemists in the country. You don't need me to tell you how to avoid that one. <laughs> But um, he keeps showing me and it's like he's bouncing this baby and he says he's pointing and he's smiling and he said he's on his way. He's on his way. So he's he's sending this baby down to you. Okay. He, so he was he mad was for a grandson. Good. Was he mad for a grandson? Yeah. Maybe and he kept bouncing Lily on his knee, my daughter. And he was like, oh, I shall have uh, siblings now. And I was like, no way. No. <laughs> Oh, bless. But she's very young. And you know that, you know, I'm not going to say you have to have another baby, but never make the decision. It took us eight years to have our second uh, little man. Um, but, you know, I said that I was never going to have another one after the first section. And then um, it took us eight years of trying to have him. So, you know, <laughs> we changed our mind. So it's your prerogative whether you will or you won't. 
So Aveen is just asking me, but she says, um, while we're on the topic, uh, could you remind me of the name of the crystal you suggested for infertility a couple of weeks ago on the podcast? Yeah, it was Ruby Zozite. Okay. And um, was it Stephanie was in Spain and she was on to me and she was going to source some. Okay, so keep your powder dry on that one until we connect with her. She sent me um, a WhatsApp. So I'll get back to her and ask her if she's had any luck. I did source some. I was um, onto the supplier and um, they were out of stock of a lot of stuff after Christmas, obviously. But they did have some pendants and some smaller stones in stock. So it doesn't matter how small or big the stone is, it will still work. Okay. Making a same moonstone is a, another good one for fertility. It wouldn't be the main one, but um, yeah, you can you can use it as well. I would suggest Ruby Zozite though. Um, that's the one that worked for me, which is why I suggest it. So we, I can only um, give you the advice from experience. Um, as I say, it took us, um, well, it took us eight years and six miscarriages to have our little man. So I always say that I wouldn't have him without my Ruby Zozite. So, and I have seven clients who um, have also had babies after a period of infertility, after getting themselves some Ruby Zozite. So it's one that I can highly recommend. Okay, Christina, thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck in the house and get your husband digging tomorrow. We all want a picture. <laughs> I'm joking. And um, thank thanks so much for enjo enjoying the cold in the car tonight and get your Wi-Fi connected for next week. And <laughs> we will talk to you all next week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening into that. Um, it'll give you some idea of the kind of information that um, spirit can come through with. Okay. And I will see you guys same time next week. Thank you so much, guys. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. Talk soon. Discussing everything about the 